Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We're your hosts, I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about something that I know Gavin and Patrick have both been wanting to talk about since we started this thing in a place a long, long time ago. In, a far... <laughs> in an apartment far, far away. <laughs> well, not that far. <laughs> what would that be? Uh, uh... Well, I can't say because, you know, we don't have the copyright for it. Well, you could say the words. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Star Wars. There you, go. <laughs> you can say what we're talking about. The SEC wants the... to find me. Yeah. The song was Duel of the Fates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Knocking the door. George Lucas is there now. He's he doesn't own it. He can't do shit. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. He's out of the equation now. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Mouse busts in the door. That's what's about to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, he oh, has, he, you guys talking about Star Wars? And he enters the public domain in like two years, so I really want to see if they're going to do a horror movie like they are with the Winnie the Pooh. Oh wow! Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, the, it looks the, horrifying. Yes, they're but destroying I really want to see it for some reason. Yeah, I kind of. You don't like horror. I know, but it's <laughs> messed it? up Winnie the Pooh. He like, doesn't I think like horror, I... but he likes destroying his childhood dreams. Yes. <laughs> and to be fair, I didn't no like Winnie the Pooh as a kid, so I want to see him messed up. I was like, yeah, this is the Winnie the Pooh I wanted to see. Yeah, I want to see I want to see why all those bottles in there were labeled with three X's on them. <laughs> yeah. you, you're hiding moonshine, aren't you? <laughs> I think they'll make like a psycho Eeyore. Like he's just like that weird Buffalo Bill guy, the... and he's like, thanks for noticing me. <laughs> According to the press release, the Piglet and Winnie the Pooh ate Eeyore in the movie. Oh, that was... Huh. All right. I mean, so, you uh, could just easily make Eeyore the druggie. But... <laughs> no. He sounds like a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. He was cannibalized, apparently. Oh, well, all right. So, Star Wars, huh? Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's been an ongoing thing it's since 1977, mm-hmm. I believe. 77, I think, was the first one that came yes, out. Yes, so started out with A New Hope, which for the longest time, most people always just called that one Star Wars. Yeah. Even though they're yeah. all Star Wars and subtitled with a name, but that one was New Hope that kind of kicked off the whole big, massive thing that it's become today. I mean, it's blown up multiple sequels, prequels, television shows, merchandise, oh. merchandising, merchandising, <laughs> yes, um, yes. You know, spoofs, spoofs. Yep. <laughs> and then, so you know, it all started back then. Uh, what was, let's just start it off, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Um, I, I mean, I would say obvious, like any diehard fan would be Empire. Yes. Yeah, he stole mine. That was mine, too. Uh, he stole <laughs> mine, too, which is normal, but, but that, is, a, that but is fair. That's not, I mean, this, I mean, you know, it's... it's, it's I don't think not, anyone's going to fight this on us. No, that's yeah, the best Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. When you have 90% of the, the, you know, population come in and says, oh, yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is that one is the like the the favorite of all the fans, but that's the one George Lucas had the least amount of involvement in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so. it is, and it's actually, um, oh, what was I going to say about that? There's, it's the most realistic <clears throat> or most related to life. I don't mean realistic as it's in space and the a long, long time ago, and they're way more advanced than us. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> With you know, space but wizards. You know, yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to hate me for saying this, but even in clerks they have that conversation about he's like which one did you like better empire jedi and he's like empire and he's like, blasphemy and he's like empire the better ending he's like luke gets his hand cut off find out if vader's his father he's like hand gets frozen and and sold off and you know in liquid carbonate he's like it ends in such a down note he's like yeah. that's all life is a series of down it's like all jedi had was a bunch of muppets <laughs> <laughs> although jedi did introduce us to luke's green lightsaber yes in mm-hmm. the one that he constructed himself yeah mm-hmm. So you've got we obviously all agreeing on Empire. Do you have a secondary? Yes, 
I do. Okay. Uh, it's episode six, seven, eight, nine. I uh, <laughs> count it out. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember, but it's the one where they introduced um, Ray and John Boyega. It's the first one of the new um, trilogy. Oh, the Force Awakens. Yes, that one. Only because I yeah. like the callbacks that they did to the original trilogy. That's and seven. No, four, five. Yes, seven. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like an analyst. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. I still got three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I love that, especially in like the first part where they're like, let's head for that spaceship. They're like, well, what about that one? That one's a hunk of junk. And they blow up the other one. They're yeah. like, all right, hunk of junk it is. And, <laughs> and the millenni- we're taking that one. There's <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like, I lost my shit when I saw that. I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Captain America wielding Mjolnir. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I wasn't a fan of is, and people are going to probably hate me for saying this, but I don't care, is... Uh, You've already it? hated on Lord of the Rings. You've got a lot of hate mail. That's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm about to open up the floodgates again. Uh, Finn, hmm. I hate him. Oh, really? I want him to just get cut open with a lightsaber. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's dark. He's dude. like the most useless character in all of Star Wars. Um, um, he's he's. Have you sensitive. seen the Ewoks? They were more used. They helped take down the Empire. <laughs> or Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar. That's a close second. There, there. <laughs> No, he does things. Misa, no, thank you. Picked the right one. <laughs> he's just a clone guy, stormtrooper, but yet no, he he's not a they clone. Actually, yeah, they, they stopped using clones. them. Yeah, they're child, yeah, they're kidnapped so, children exactly. and indoctrinated. I mean, it's nowhere near better. So yeah. even, <laughs> even in so they're abductees, they're tra- human trafficking is what they're doing. Even in the well, no empire, one said the empire was good, <laughs> right? Even in even when it, the empire starts, the the stormtroopers aren't clones. They're all just basically indoctrinated youth that think they're going out to promote peace, quote-unquote, throughout the galaxy. Uh, propaganda. They, they, exactly. They stopped using clones at uh, because of their full programmability, and it was more cost-effective for them to use, you know, you know to children. take kids because you've got a whole galaxy full of them, and the, and the Jedi aren't going to stop you, and they're not going to, you know, go out and because they would basically do the same thing, they kidnap kids from their home, take them away from their family, raise them with no attachment. So, which we did technically, in technically, possibly, in the prequel movies, maybe the Jedi were the Sith. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Mind blown. Back to Finn sucking, <laughs> which he doesn't. He does. He, he knows. God, you he suck thinks, if you he, think he, thinks he knows about the force. He's wielding a lightsaber. No normal person should be able to do that. That's well, why in the last movie to he wanted to tell Ray that he could use the force. But and also that's why in the first movie he got his ass kicked twice while trying to wield. The yeah, he, <laughs> should, he shouldn't have even been able to last more than half a millisecond. Like he was sitting there and he battled him for a good minute or two. He lost to a stormtrooper. He still loses. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to do it. Is what I'm saying. And only he clearly can't. Only any t- idiot can turn it on. <laughs> hey, Han Solo turned it on. He was no idiot. Well, that's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But he didn't use it to fight. What I'm saying is he was fighting against uh, Kylo for a good minute. Well, he, he had no other choice. What's he going to sit there and go, oh, no, please don't kill Ray? I'm saying he shouldn't have been able to last as long as he did. Well, that's what she said. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my rant on... <clears throat> on Finn, I don't like him. I will say that Bill like Burr's um, character... Um, Amanda? Yes, what is his name? I can't remember. He was an ex-Stormtrooper sniper. That's the only thing I yeah, can remember. He 
got a ten times better story arc written in for him than Finn. If mm. they'd have did that kind of story with Finn, and I he mean, was only in two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like they they wrote the the transition of him from you know Empire to um to you know the the what do they call it? the resistance fighter hmm. just it just flipped the switch and he was like oh yeah all right i want to i want to do this now like no like I, I he had like a little bit of internal struggle of he just wanted to run away mm-hmm. which okay i get but you know uh bill burr's character was more of all right i'm gonna go mercenary i'm i'm technically yes a killer but i don't kill for just no reason like Hmm. I'm either getting paid or, hmm. you know, you're trying to kill me. Yeah. Um, Bill Burr's character from um, Mando reminded me of um, Alec Baldwin's, not Alec Baldwin's, but his last name is Baldwin, um, Jamie from Firefly. He's like, so he's like, I'll stand, I'll, I'll do the honorable thing, but I'll kill a man if I have to right. in a fight or an unfair fight. Yeah. Or if I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, Firefly. <laughs> Darn. I think he said it in the movies. Read it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, a lot of people also bashed. We've talked about the the original or the prequels, mm. one, two, and three. What are your feelings on those? I, I'm going to go first. He is a Star Wars mega fan. I would say original tri- trilogy best. Yes. Prequels number two. Third, thrown in a dumpster. <laughs> I think I'm the only person on Earth who likes the new trilogy. And see, and they're not great. I'll give you that, but I do like them. I'm probably one of the one of the few people from my well, you know, our generation that you know actually grew up with their own set, mm. and that's kind of the part I like about about Star Wars is that you know you technically do have three generations that have gotten to grow up with you know their own Star Wars story that was mm. their time. Um, but I'm probably the only one that you know likes the the prequels. Um, I was going to say um, the 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 prequels get progressively better. Like I don't like the Phantom Menace. The Clone Wars is all right, but um, Revenge, Revenge of the, the Sith yeah. is kind of my favorite, and it's mm-hmm. only because of the the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah, that fight scene is dope as hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I I also like the the Emperor mm-hmm. and Yoda, you know, tearing up the the Senate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for like twenty minutes. <laughs> well, what I like to do about the Revenge of the Sith. If you go back and you think about it, you go back and watch the original A New Hope, and when he, you know, Luke meets Ben, and he's like, here's your father's lightsaber. You wanted you to have it when you were old enough. He's like, no, I just cut his arms and legs off to get from him. <laughs> yeah. He never mentioned about giving this to you yeah. at all. And also, they didn't retcon it enough, because there's only like 17 or 18 years in between 3 and 4, and Hansel is like a dead old um, way of thinking that no one believes in anymore. And I was yeah. like... You were a kid. You know that this shit was real. Like, right. It's 17 years ago. <laughs> hey, he knows the truth. He knows the truth. It is. Well, also, I, there's like one meme where it shows, you know, it's from A New Hope and it's Obi-Wan giving Luke the saber and he picks it up and he starts swinging it. And then it's like the caption underneath, he killed 47 children with that lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yes, the younglings. Yes. Yeah. 
It's like mass slaughter of little children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, somebody put up like a, um, it's one of those bad movie, or like explain this movie poorly. Mm-hmm. And um, so it has Revenge of the Sith. And it says, <laughs> man loses his shit and murders uh murders children after not getting a promotion at work <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie big that's the one where the the lady had sex with the little boy right if you look at it closely yes <laughs> internally he was a little but I mean, he was a grown man on the outside yeah well you know i mean aren't we really all man children <laughs> Yes. I am a yeah, child. I was going to say. I mean, so technically. To be fair, I do describe myself as a six foot child with a drinking license. You can't, you can't make fun of man children unless you are one, and yeah. I are one. I are one. <laughs> I is one, too. And there's the Virginia coming out of Gavin. <laughs> At Old Dry Fork. Well, speaking of the prequels, <clears throat> I'm not going to talk about Jar Jar. Um, I will later in the episode. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) You do what you choose to do. I cannot stop you, or can I? (laughs) But I also was not a a big, big fan, except for the third one of like the second one, like Hayden Christensen's version. I know he got a lot of heat from a lot of people, so I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of hate Hayden Christensen for that because I do like him in other stuff. He did a movie that was phenomenal called Shattered Glass. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I do like the one where he had like locked in syndrome where he was going through surgery. No, that was uh, uh, like awake or something. I oh, what it was yeah, called. yeah. But no, this one was. I, I don't want to get too far into it, but basically, he's a reporter for the New Republic. It's based off a true story, and he basically live makes up these stories, like gets a baseline of it, and then fabricates everything else. But it sounds he's able to finagle it to where some of the facts, when the fact checkers do it, it comes out. But their new editor is really suspicious, and he delves deep, and he finds out like almost all of his articles were fabricated. It's a little socially awkward, so he gets like very nervous about things when he starts, and he basically said, constantly saying, "I'm not lying, I'm not lying," and then he basically is lying through the whole movie. So, <laughs> but he played an excellent character in that. Uh, but that was just a side note. But in like Clone Wars, so whiny. He was just so whiny. He reminded me of uh, what's his name from Twilight. Uh, well, he's also supposed to be like fourteen or fifteen in there. Yeah, well, he's a whiny 14, 15-year-old. Well, yeah. weren't we all at that age? Yes, but I he mean, was even To be whiner. fair, I'm 37 now, and I'm still a whiny little bitch sometimes. But I didn't post myself on a big screen when I was 14 or 15 for people to see. But that's, they were like, they gave him a lightsaber and said, hey, go be a little bitch. Yeah. And he's like, okay. 10-4. <laughs> <Ten> yeah. <laughs> don't worry, you get to kill a bunch of kids later on. Hold on. He's like reading through the script, why don't I have any lines? It just says... Wine, whimper, wine, whimper, wine. Uh, I hate sand. Yeah, yeah, I I hate sand. (laughs) I just think he could have, because he is, he does in the past has proven he's a very good actor. He can act, so I thought he could have done a little bit better with that character. And he did in the third movie. That's what I said. In the third one, he was a little bit better, but still a little whiny. But at the same time, you know, he was kind of getting his evil on, Hmm. you know, his dark side. (laughs) And. So, but I do like I do like the trans uh, the progression of Palpatine hmm. turning into the Emperor. You got to find out why he looks so old and creepy looking in the in the original series. Yeah, because he got you know reverse yeah. lightning on him. Excellent. Yes. Good. <laughs> but I'm just other- gonna sit in the corner and just do Emperor voice. Yes. Let the hate flow through you, Tony. <laughs> 
not picturing Palpatine right now. I'm picturing Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the giant cock. The giant, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Just rubbing his hands yeah. together. <laughs> well, we know where you guys stand with that. For me, it would be, I'm kind of on the same page with you as to like how I would rate the different groupings of the mm. series. You know, original, obviously number one. Prequels, minus the first one. Although, the Darth Maul fight was pretty cool. Yeah. And having... Yeah. Uh, you know, Lee Neeson in there, but it canonically special. removed Lee Neeson from the movies, and that made me all sad. <laughs> yeah, and but also, you know. and also Ray Park, yeah, yeah. Mr. Darth Maul himself, yeah. <laughs> Darth Maul, kind of sad. <laughs> he comes back in Clone Wars, sail at the with mall, everything's legs. half off. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen the the Liam Neeson Qui Gon version. He's like, I have a very special set of skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he's as he's sitting there waiting for the Force field to come yeah. back, make me a nightmare for people like yeah. you. <laughs> I will hunt you down and I will kill you <laughs> and Maul's like dude I'm right here <laughs> <laughs> but I did like that uh, it was definitely interesting at the time when it came out you know being that was what 99 I think or 99 2000, 2000 somewhere, somewhere there. there yeah, yeah. Um, you know being that Samuel L. Jackson was always Samuel L. Jackson and you see him as one of the, the Jedi Knights or he one is, of the masters oh so he's like, on the council <laughs> <laughs> shut the I saw a recent video on Facebook and it was Sam Jackson talking to George Lucas and George Lucas is like well all the lightsabers are blue green and yellow and the Sith have red and Sam Jackson just turns to him and is like well what about purple and then he just smiles and then the video ends I was like that's why he got the purple lightsaber basically (laughs) well I don't know if you guys remember I don't think you weren't around this area at that time but uh, they had that old Back when it was '98 Rock, I think it was when Bubble Love Sponge was still on. Mm-hmm. You remember Bubble Love Sponge? Did Barely. You I, You've heard of it. I mainly remember the feud with um, MJ and DJ. Yeah, and they all sued each other to hell, and now they're all on XM Radio because it's like the, <laughs> that's a lawless town on yeah, XM basically. Radio. But they had he did he would always do skits and stuff and specials, and I played a couple for you guys before mm-hmm. that. Uh, that you thought were very offensive. Because they're very funny. But he does this one at the time that that came out. He was still really local, like on the actual local radio station. And he was like Yoda just talking to him. And every it would just be like Yoda preaching whatever he's preaching. And then they would cut to Samuel L. Jackson. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> it was just on and on. It went on for like five minutes. You can do it. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> It was pretty awesome stuff, but and I did like how you got to see Yoda, you know the the younger version of Yoda. Well, in the first movie, Phantom Menace, that was actually the original puppet from the yeah. Empire and mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. And, it wasn't until the second and Clone then Wars. They, then they went back when they re-released it and digitized him. Hmm. But uh, it was still a puppet. It wasn't until the Clone Wars and Re- Revenge of the Sith where they he was just. CGI. Well, well yeah. yeah. Clo- well, they kind of had to for Clone Wars because it's kind of hard to make a puppet flip. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the moves he I'm, was doing. If Jim Henson was alive, he would have been able to do it. Probably. <laughs> it would have taken a lot more time in production. Yeah, to do yeah. It. Dooku had just been sitting there looking at his watch. And is he flipped yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's like stop motion animation. Yeah. So Jim Henson is just like holding him here. Take a shot. And then they're going to rotate a little bit more. Take a shot. <laughs> Jim, you're not wearing your green gloves. We can't get you out of there. Just do it! <laughs> Is your name Jim Tenson? No? Then shut the hell up. <laughs> do what I tell you to. Sam Jackson goes, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> well, 
couples. You gotta admit though, there that was a pretty badass scene though. When Yoda's oh, about to fight, yes. and he's like, just Kane goes away, and he just pulls up a saber. Yeah, force, with the force pulls a saber. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I peed a little. <laughs> Yoda's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, he starts shooting the lightning. He's like, he, you see him stop it. He's like, uh, uh, is, is Yoda ready for this? And then he sends it back. I'm like, oh, he is ready for this. <laughs> so that brings up a good point. I want to talk about that for a minute. I want to ask you a question. And I'm going to say my thought on it or where my logic is. And maybe I'm wrong. And I, I haven't read like all the graphic novels and all behind the scenes stuff. So I don't know as much about it. But. Which seems to be non-canon anymore since Disney bought it. Yeah, true. They've changed a lot of stuff, but in there, so you first see Lightning Emperor hmm. in, in Return of the Jedi. Yes, the yes. very first time you see it, yeah. shooting the lightning. Mm-hmm. You know, then you see you know Dooku. Yeah, I believe does it, and Yoda can do it too. And they're going back and forth. You never see like Mace Windu do it because I believe is is. I always thought that maybe the lightning was more of the dark side because Yoda was so controlled, he just understood it, so he it was is. able to use it. Yeah. Why can Darth? Why did Darth Vader not do? And the reason why I'm asking that is it because he's all mechanical and electricity would then pull his because he always does the choke. No, Nobody and, else did the choking, and that's and that's his. That was his power. <clears throat> that was kind of the power specific to him. Like certain in the books and stuff, you know, certain Sith develop different connections with the dark side. Okay, so you can't. You know, it's not always just Force lightning, whatever. Like Darth Maul didn't do the. Um, his special ability wasn't wasn't a choke, but he had a massive force push, yeah. and he could also do a force throw with his lightsaber that was like like sniper length. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, is that Darth Maul over there? <laughs> oh, guess it was. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson's like, where'd you learn to do that? Yeah, yeah. Where'd you learn that skill? <laughs> I thought I had a special skill. <laughs> so, kind of like the um, the Sith have more of a where they take their shortcut is they dive deeper into the force and kind of have more higher powered force powers. Whereas the the Jedi is more focused, so they're a lot better at saber skills. Okay. Particularly. Okay. I was so, just curious about that because I figured because if you remember, like when when Vader threw the Emperor down and Jedi, he was getting and, shot, and he gets and the lightning shot up, and that's you know sur- burned out his circuitry, you know his breathing stuff, and that's why we saw that. Does he not use the lightning because he can't because he's all mechanical? And and I was always wondering about that. Why is he the only one that ever choked anybody? But, but yeah. you know, well, I can't speak to the novels or the comic books or anything, but from a video games, the video games I've played. Mm-hmm. All the Jedi have access to those powers, but depending if you're Jedi or a Sith, it costs more and it's more of a it's more of a toll on you. So if you're a Sith, it's easier to do a lightning or a force choke or something mm. like that. But if you're a Jedi, uh, you could still do it if you understand it enough. But I mean, that takes a lot heavier toll on you to do that kind of stuff. And it's the same way a Sith can't do like force heal or anything like that without like severely, you know, draining their pool of force abilities for right. a while. I mean, really good deal. It dives real deep because, I, like I said, I haven't read the the novels or anything, but I've seen all the movies, the shows, and stuff like that. Um, didn't really play. I played maybe one of the video games years ago, but um, I think we all know I played all of the video. Games. Yeah, I think we do know that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yes, we know. Two thirds of this table has played all the video games. <laughs> but um, there, you know, I do read stuff online. You know, like it may just be fan base, like the wiki stuff. But I also try to read like actual Star Wars website stuff and. You know, they were talking about also the different styles of... Like, I didn't realize it, but there's actually, like, 
multiple different styles of saber fighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's five. Yeah, and like yes. I think like two or three of them are like heavy offense based, and a couple of them are heavy defense based. And I mean, they both still have both ways. I think there's one where like it's mainly to give you the ability to use your force powers more than your saber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called show something. I used to know all the names, but it's, it's uh, really Shicho. Yes, that one. So it's more of just basically deflecting your opponent's yeah. attack, but giving you enough time to force push or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting because as I was reading it, I was finding myself kind of delving deep, like just enthralled into reading about it. Because then when I go back and watch some of the movies, now I'm actually watching the fights, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, that is a little bit different, like the way they're doing it. And, I'm and like, they oh. and they actually teach you, or they teach them the the style of fight. Mm-hmm. So when they're you know going through the choreography, they make sure that okay. The attacks that you know Darth Maul is landing versus the attacks that um, that you know either Obi Wan or um, Qui Gon are landing is you know they're part of their style. Yeah. So and they're also, all based off of um, actual martial arts. Yeah, with weapons. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like jujitsu or you know just straight karate or taekwondo and 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 so kind of in um, in the canon that they bring out like through through the games is. There's there's no red saber crystal that's ever made. Yeah, those are uh, fabricated or they're no. So basically, what happens is either the lightsaber that the that the Jedi that turns Sith has mm. go it gets corrupted by the dark side and becomes red. I and read it that feeds they... through them and their corruption turns the when every time that they use it turns the crystal red. And there was another theory of because Mace Windu um, was the only one that could actually use the Sith form of the lightsaber, which is why his his lightsaber turned purple because there was technically some dark side <laughs> bleeding into it. See what I read though, because I've read about the crystals too, the Kyvar crystals. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, there's they find them naturally. There's like they're not plentiful. Like yeah. there's a rarity of them, but you know, each Jedi chooses. <clears throat> whatever crystal to make it whatever color they want but i read that there was something about with the red ones that there wasn't a natural one mm-hmm. but it was a actual like uh what's the word i'm looking for uh you know, imitation or not imitation but basically like a, a created one mm-hmm. lab so, grown yeah, yeah like like real diamond, lab <clears throat> grown diamond. yeah yeah so they 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 forged this thing and it's and it's supposedly not as stable like, it's a very unstable version of it, but they um, can control it because of that. There's a comic that released after the, the new trilogy of, that explains why Kylo Ren's hilt is a little um, bent. It's because when he was forging his lightsaber, he, his force um, power was so strong, he actually broke his kyber crystal. So he had to, like, combine it into his uh, hilt a little bit differently. Uh. Hmm. <clears throat> like, um, I think in the lore, when you're building your lightsaber, you actually have to put your force into the kyber crystal. Mm. And his was so strong, it broke in two. So that's why it's a little bent. So that also explains why he's got the two exhaust ports out of either side. Yep. Mm. Well, so that brings me to another question. is, Or not a question, <clears throat> more of a, a put on the wish list. Is whether it's in one of the shows that's out right now, or in another movie, or whatever they do. I want to see a whole long scene where you actually watch them build their own. Mm. Because they always talk about it. Play like, the that's video the final. Do, do it yeah. all the time. <laughs> What, I want to see it in a big screen on a movie. What's the last one? Lost Jedi or... Um, <laughs> the Last Jedi? <clears throat> no, no, there's um, a... 
There's a new one they just announced it too. Yeah, um, but the, the the previous version, uh, he has to find a lightsaber and construct it. He has to because his kyber crystal broke, so yeah. he has to go find one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the kyber in that game, the the crystal actually breaks, so that's why he's able to make it into two lightsabers. Cause, gotcha. Um, he technically has two kyber crystals in both ends of the hilt. So one of the attacks is he will just like snap it in two and then just like slam it down onto your face. But I'm not saying you have to spend hours on the scene, like a whole 30 minute scene on it. But you like, you know, some kind of cut scenes, like watch yeah. him get the metal and stuff. Yeah, and if watch you've him got $200, it. you can go to Orlando <laughs> and do it yourself. I know I can do it myself, but I want to see yeah. how they do it in the movies. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was expensive. I don't know if it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Is that what you tell yourself to justify the $200 price tag? It was fun, Patrick. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun and it was good. Shut up. <laughs> My Shut credit card tells me every month it was fun. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, all right, man. That's what I would like to see. Um, well, maybe with the new, the new series that they're coming out with, because they're trying to do the High Republic. So they may actually go through some actual, you know, follow someone through, like, you know, youngster stage and show them creating their own, you know, part of... Because that's actually part of the, the Jedi Rite of Passage is you have to create your own lightsaber. Well, yeah, that's they say. Like, that's the even last the, step, though. That's yeah. when you become a Jedi. Yeah. Well, that's when Darth Vader says that in Return of the Jedi. He's like, I see you've constructed your own lightsaber. He's like, you, your final tasks are complete. Yep. <clears throat> Which, another thing about that is when... The Emperor sees it, or he gives it to the Emperor, Luke's saber, the green one, mm-hmm. that he builds. And he's like, oh, it's much like your, you know, much, you, I see you constructed laser, much like your father's. If you look at it, it's more like Obi-Wan's. Yeah. It looks a yeah. lot more like Obi-Wan's than it does <clears throat> Darth Vader's, or Anakin's at the time. Yeah. Which, I think Anakin's lightsaber has been the one to stand the true test of time. <laughs> that takes, like, transfer yeah. generation. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, Obi-Wan's was there, but I actually did like, because I remember they had the toys when... Phantom Menace came out hmm. and you know obviously they make all the lightsabers and stuff and you can't find it anymore you can find it sometimes online on like the the Force FX you know the one the yeah. ones you can buy the original one Obi-Wan had I actually kind of dug that one in the first movie and hmm. Phantom Menace hmm. then he obviously lost it when in that and that's why he built the new one in the Clone Wars the one that he now has forever yeah um, but that's the one with the like little saucer dish on top right <laughs> that's yeah. that's Luke's oh okay but um, Obi Wan's is it has a saucer dish similar yeah. on on his newer one, but the original one in Phantom Menace it was like almost like just a long tube. Had like oh yeah, a and it, kind it, of in the it middle. came up to like a point at the end. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. It was kind of cool looking, but yeah. they never you can't find that toy anymore. I had one when it first came out. Cause I'm sure if I dug around upstairs, I could find my old one too. <laughs> it just comes down with a whole bag of lightsabers. <laughs> I, I have. I was gonna say I have a couple of you know websites we can go to. I'm sure we can make. I think I saw one well, of those. Let's not go into on the there. dark web right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's called Sabre. I'm not sorry. Not gonna. Not gonna free advertise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we can just turn our mics down. Yeah, yeah. Patrick, you just rant well, on something. Yeah. What I going to rant on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I right, talked about the series or the different eras of the of the you know trilogies and stuff. Who's your favorite character? Obi Wan. I didn't even have to think about that one. <laughs> you said that as fast as Doug said Back to the Future. <laughs> um, I, I'd say villain Darth Maul. Oh, okay. And and good side, definitely Han. Okay. Because he's a scruffy looking nerd. Nerd herder. Do you have a favorite villain? 
I'd have to go with Darth Vader on that one. Okay. <clears throat> the, Classic. Yeah, well, only, and also one of the comics that came out in the 90s or early 2000s, um, there was a comic scene where the Rebels, like, found Darth Vader on some planet by himself, and one of the Rebels, they all surround him, they all point guns at him, and they're like, give up, you're surrounded. And the next panel is literally Darth Vader with his lightsaber out, says, the only thing I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) And and so that kind of leads me to... Of all the new movies that they've they've made, my favorite by far, hundred percent, and it's and it's almost like close to even with Empire is Rogue One. Okay, because it feels a whole lot like Empire. Yeah. Like it it really gives way to the next movie being a New Hope. Yeah, because you kind of feel like all hope is lost in, at yep. the end of it. <laughs> Because well, that one was basically the whole thing about the plans. Yeah, yeah. there was a two-hour retcon for the plot hole of the um, A New Hope, basically. And I'm on record as not liking Rogue One. I, I recently rewatched it, so I'm I don't hate it as much. Okay, but um, the blind um, ninja guy in that movie, he was um, It Man from the original Chinese movies, uh, mm-hmm. It Man. And he's just so good in that movie. I forgot how good of an actor and a martial artist he actually is. Yeah. Okay. He's, he actually saved that movie for me. <laughs> See, I liked... The reason I liked about it is because it went into sides of both the... Uh, or really the the Republic that you didn't see. Mm. So, like, you know, it kind of shows a little bit of how people lived under the Empire with, um, with her dad... Uh, uh, Jen's dad, uh, Galen, mm-hmm. or so. So, like, you know, it shows him and his wife, and they're on an imperial planet, and they're having a cocktail party, and it's fun, and they believe in they're actually helping the galaxy and whatnot. And then he exiles himself on a farm because he realized, oh no, you're trying to kill planets. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you have, um, oh man, what is his name? The, um, uh, the assassin, um, like I said, it's not on my top of the list of Star Wars movies for me. What is his name? It's the, the, guy, the guy with the robot, which, uh, you know, it comes to get Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That robot is funny at times, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> I can survive in space. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw him, like, you had this this vision of the, the Rebel Alliance being the good guys, but you also got to see, oh... Well, he killed his informant. Cassian, I think you're Cassian Andor, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you he kills his, you know, the person that's supposed to be giving him that information. And you're like, wait, but he's the good guy and he's helping you. But you just killed him for no reason because you didn't want to get caught. So, like, the Rebels did some dirty shit, too. Yeah. yeah. And then they, you know, bombed the platform where Galen was so that he wouldn't create any more weapons to make sure he died. So, like... You got both of those, and then in the very last ditch effort of, of the end of the movie, you get to see why Darth Vader was so badass. Yep. <laughs> Hallway, nothing but rebel soldiers. Yes, yeah, that's and a, guess what? <laughs> the, I did like that scene. It was reimagined of a new, the in, intro to A New Hope, and he's slamming bodies into the ceiling and just choking, and he's got the lights. Yeah, that yeah. Was badass. Well, did you see that thing where the person put the two videos of that end scene in Rogue One with Vader, and then the ending of Mandalorian with, with Luke? Luke? Yes, and it's basically almost almost awesome pretty too. close to identical. I yeah, mean, not identical, 
but it was pretty close. <clears throat> and I did like that in the end of, of Mandalorian. But I don't know. For me, though, I would say, even though Darth Vader hmm. is like solid, I, I've always wanted to say he was my favorite villain. But the more I started thinking, as I aged, <laughs> I started thinking about it a little bit more. And I still love him. But as far as heroes go, love Yoda. Like, mm. that's one of my favorites. Obi Wan's a good solid second. Um, I know everybody normally goes to Luke, like Luke Invader. Uh, but Yoda, you know, he's a short guy. I'm short. You know, he's kind of badass. I'm not really, but I'd, I'd, I'd like to be. So, you if know. If I gave you a stick, could you do flips and shit? I'm, I used to be able to. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost 44. I can't do that stuff anymore. But Can you pick up a car with your mind out of a out of a bog? Again, I used to. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, I'm almost 44. This kind of puts a strain on my back. Um, my force back. Um, but as far as villains go, I'd say the Emperor. And the reason why... Is because if you think about how cunning he was, how patient he was, oh, and he even survived throughout, even after he supposedly died, you know, he popped back in later on. But just you go back, that was what I did like about the prequels is watching how, you know, he just kind of sat back and just let it all unfold, and he's doing little digs and planting his little seeds and mixing it up. Yeah, so you get <laughs> like Darth Vader is very much like a calmer version of Kylo Ren. Like Kylo Ren was just very. He was basically like Anakin when he was younger, you know, like just whiny and whimpering. But he was on the dark side, so he was able to just be angry and violent yeah. to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but like Vader is is like that, like he's he's calmer, but you know he he's a very angry person. Like he mm. just he's not going out for really. If you really watch Vader, he's not really a strategy person. No, throughout any of the movies, mm. because it's all it's all the emperors. Yeah. that he's thinking that's what I like, and he's got these people doing his bidding, mm -hmm. and um, you know he's able to continuously. Get new Siths out there, you know. Oh, one dies, they will bring another one in. Yeah. Another one dies, they will bring another one in. He's so. the one that sets the trap in, in Jedi. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's what I like. So I, yeah. I'd have to say definitely Yoda's as my hero and evil guy is uh, definitely the Emperor. Gotcha. I mean, solid choices. And Yoda's very patient, too. Like, I mean, he's very calm. I mean, in A New Hope, I mean, you look at, you know, when they're going off in the Falcon, he's like, you sure you turned off the hyperdrive, right? And they're like, absolutely. And then they hyperdrive. <laughs> <laughs> what was it at uh, the end of Empire when um, Lando is taking off the, in the Millennium Falcon? He's wearing uh, Han Solo's exact outfit. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why? What? Why are you wearing his clothes that should be frozen in carbonite? Did he just have a spare set in the Millennium Falcon? And why did you choose to put that on? What happened to that dope flowy cape you were wearing twenty minutes ago? <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I think that Han had, because he, he always wore the same outfit, so I think he had multiple versions yeah. of because he's got to do laundry at some point. I mean, if, <laughs> right. And if that's his style, he's very much you know, like me. We've like, never seen a laundromat in the Star Wars movies. We don't know if they're self-cleaning or not. But we have seen a garbage chute. There's a yeah. bunch of walking droids around. I'm sure one of them, you know, you just pop the lid, they do the, the laundry. Yeah, just twist R2's head over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spin, cycle. <laughs> and he just, like, goes around himself. <laughs> wow! <laughs> What was that? My, my clothes are done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see a little alarm that he makes. <laughs> he pulls it out. Oh, man, I meant to put on delicate. That's what I was going to say. That. Now I got all wrinkled. <laughs> I'm going to change them to dryer setting and I'll fix yeah. this. You didn't separate the whites from the colors, man. Come on. Now my undershirt is brown. Yes. <laughs> That's why Luke just stuck in Jedi. went straight black. He's yeah. like, you're not messing this up. Yeah, like, you can't. It's also slimming. <laughs> well, the bridge, you know, the first two is all in white, and you know that you get stains on it, you know, and then you're using lightsabers. So if you cut somebody's arm, you could get blood on you. Yeah, and that's stuff what like I didn't that. understand. Like, why are you wearing white in the middle of a desert? Yeah, 
Come on, bro. It reflects yeah. the light. You but know, I mean, you know, it wasn't after Labor Day, so it was okay. You know, when does it become before Labor Day? When, <laughs> when is it officially <laughs> yeah, not yeah. after Labor Day? <laughs> I've asked that question myself. Uh, right now, special. are we after last Labor Day or are we before the next one? Oh, we're yes. before. How, <laughs> how? What makes you give that distinction? The new year. Is January. January 1st the cutoff? That's just what I'm saying, because it's just as confusing to me, and I have no excuse. So, I mean, <laughs> but that would make the, the message most I've heard in 37 years. So <laughs> yeah. I'll go with it. It's the turn of the new year, so I assume when it becomes a new year, it starts the clock <laughs> yeah. over again. It's now before they were <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was just given information. You are before Labor Day after Memorial Day. So okay. you are after Labor Day before until you get to Memorial Day, and then you are now before Labor Day after it. So we are Solid we are before Labor Day right now. We could wear white all we want, yeah. but I'm still not going to because I still it gets stained. <laughs> it's a I'm real bitch. To I'm, clean. Not wear, I'm not wearing it out anywhere to eat. <laughs> I can wear any color; won't get a thing on me. As soon as I put something white on. It's magic. It's just, oh, look, coffee! I don't, even, I don't even have to eat or drink anything. I could just be standing still, just put the shirt on, and all of a sudden there's a stain there. It's like, what the hell did that happen? <laughs> Another question about the lightsabers, though. Or, not really about the... In the New Hope, it's the only one you really see where everything else, you know, a lightsaber cut cauterizes automatically. In New Hope, when he cuts that dude's arm off in, in the bar, hmm. in the cantina... It's like bleeding. A little bit. Why? Nobody else bleeds in Star Wars. Well, the arm, the the severed part when it's down is bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. But the arm that's But it should have cauterized is, both of them. The arterized, well, yes, but you got to think about it. The the part that's still attached to your body is pushing out blood. Well, I guess you got the veins pulling it back. You know what? I don't know. Good question. Are we really going to justify this right no, now? No, no. <laughs> I'm letting it go. <laughs> it's sliced the same way equally. It should be cauterizing as it's going through. No, it's 45 degree angle. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's not like only one part, one side of the lightsaber was on. And that's yeah, it yeah. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> only one side of the lightsaber <laughs> This side of lightsaber is at a solid 800 degrees. This yeah. one's only at about 450. Like, yeah. You can roast on this one. You can burn through anything with this yeah, one. The back side was set to broil. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner's ready. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> but we have, we've talked about the movies, and <clears throat> but, you know, it has spun off, we don't want to get too much into it, but it has also spun off a bunch, like I said earlier, a bunch of shows, or a few shows so yeah. far, that have all been really, really good, in my opinion. Uh, Obi-Wan's currently going on, which has been, in my opinion, phenomenal so yes, far. definitely. Uh, but it's just amazing to see, and that's, I think that's the beauty part about the shows, compared to the movies, is they get to tell the small parts of the story that you don't get to see in the movies. Like, that's their way of doing it. Kind of like how Rogue One was, you mm-hmm. said, it was a two-hour-long canon, even though that was a movie. Mm-hmm. The shows can delve way deeper into smaller points. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought on it. But It's a good point, and it's true. We're, we're seeing the 17 years in between um, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope uh, with Obi-Wan, and yeah. I think it's a fantastic story that's being told right now. Yep. Um, the Book of Boba Fett explains what happens after he goes into the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. And Mandalorian is just really fun. Is <laughs> the best space western I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, Book of Boba Fett is the weakest of the shows to come out so far. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it needed and, Mando to 
pick it up. Yeah, it, the last two episodes were Mando 2.5. <laughs> like, I was watching the one of the last episodes, I was like, what, did I accidentally turn on Mandalorian? What the hell am I watching? You hear the theme song, like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I thought it was Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Not right, much the right thing? <laughs> I got one for you. The worst Star Wars movie ever. Oh. Huh. That's a good one. And I know this because I got one locked and loaded. Of course you do. Um, yeah, I would say eight. Um, that Which the, was uh, the, uh, the, the Rise of Skywalker? No, that was the last one. Uh, yeah. That was uh, The Last Jedi. No, the last one was Last Jedi, yeah. And then the, the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I actually and, like that one. And so it's the first time that Fuel has ever, ever, freaking ever been mentioned. That what is fuel? Fuel. Okay. No, no other movie, canon, what yeah. anything has ever mentioned fuel, and so then you can just hyperspace to a point, and then hyperspace back out, get somebody fuel, and bring it right back to them, and do st- like I, I, the whole freaking concept that was the best meme I could describe about it was like there was a tree that they did a the tree in a park, and they did like a little square around it. And then there was a branch that completely grew out to the far right side. It was like the the branch in the middle was Star Wars canon. And then it was like, oh, Rise of the Skywalker. and just shoots off in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, the only thing I didn't like about that movie um, was the subplot where they were on the, the casino planet. Um, mm-hmm. And they were like, they became animal activists for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that subplot whatsoever. I thought the... I I'm, I'm gonna. I really want to bring this up. We're later. not against animal activists. We want yes, to put that yes. out there. Just it, it was. It, 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 to your metaphor, the rise of Skywalker had that one little branch. There's another branch breaking off of that one to this little subplot. The casino it was a waste of time. It was mountain bullshit. Yeah, like I did not care for it whatsoever. That's the only part of that movie I actually didn't like. I loved everything else. I loved the battle at the end where Luke Skywalker actually shows up and they. They fire the AT-AT lasers at him, and he just, like, brushes it off. Because you don't know this, but he's actually just a force projection of himself. Yeah. I thought that was really great. I liked it when um, Kylo Ren was actually killing Snoke very subtly with his hands mm-hmm. in the force, and they had that big fight in the Emperor's chamber. But that was cool as hell. Mm-hmm. But outside of the freeing the animals on the horse track casino planet, like, I didn't care for that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your least favorite. Yeah, my favorite... My only favorite part of that movie is the first five minutes where um, Poe Dameron is giving Hux some shit on the intercom. <laughs> I'm, yes, holding for Hux. I am here. Do you hear me? Yes, still holding. Hux, kind of white, kind of gangly. <laughs> I have an important call. It's from his mother. <laughs> <laughs> so just so I understand your point clearly, are you upset that they started talking about fuel, or this is the only time they brought it no, up? No, it was like the whole... I mean, that was kind of the whole plot was, okay, well, the Resistance is only three ships. Like, no one else in the galaxy cares, so how are they able to ma- you know, mount a mass attack on a mm. on a base, the prior movie? Mm. Then they show up, and you know they have this giant dreadnought that can track them through hyperspace, so now they can't jump, they're just going to drive. Mm. And it was like... Watching the Griswolds go cross country. <laughs> I love oh, watching we're going to move from though. this car to this car, and we're going to move from this car to this car because they've fallen um, apart. The one uh, really good part about that movie is um, 
the the rebellion commander, the the girl from Jurassic Park, I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Um, when she walks into the command deck and she fires her gun, that's all obviously CGI. But to make sure she did her cue and her recoil correctly, she would always say pew. Like, she would always mouth it, and the director could not get her to stop. Like, if you watch the movie, you could actually see her lips move. Pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah. I remember reading that interview, I thought that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Because she, to make sure she got the timing and the recoil correct, she had to say pew. There's no way she could have done it. The director, the interview with the director, he's like, I couldn't do anything. Like, we left it in the movie just because we did it 30 times and she wouldn't stop. <laughs> There was a, a picture sent back from a uh, from a guy who was deployed, and he had his um, his automatic M16, and had where the safety was. He had written in red. It said pew, no pew, and then the the fully auto was pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, I mean, I guess that's an easy way to remember. <laughs> well, my Wi-Fi password at my apartment is oh my god, lasers pew pew pew, <laughs> and now you've got to change it. There you go. <laughs> If our fans know where I live, I have a much bigger problem. Yeah. So. so that would be uh, five five three seven. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your least favorite? I, I think you might have brought it up earlier, but uh, it's Phantom Menace. Um, it's not like the pod race scene was pretty cool, and obviously the fight with Darth Maul was really good. But for the most, it was kind of lackluster in my opinion. It's yep. definitely the lowest of, in my opinion. Okay, I can agree with that. I can get on board with that. How about you, Tony? Oh, me. Yeah, I really want to hear this. Mine's answer. kind of a cheat one. Though, You're so about to piss off a lot of people again. No, 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 actually not. You're going to say Han Solo. No. Because that's a layup. No, no, no. <laughs> this one's actually a decent movie. This one's technically, it was considered a movie. Oh, Jesus. But it was more of a it's special. It's a holiday special. Oh, holiday oh, Christmas wow. special. <laughs> wow. That was the worst thing that Star Wars. Had I didn't ever say that up. because it was technically it was a TV special. It wasn't a movie. It, it was, was an hour and a half long. And also, really? and also, or an hour they or hated long. doing it. Yes. <laughs> yes, they went back and said, "Do not watch it." Yeah, but all right. <laughs> Even so, though they, it's it's on Disney Plus. You yeah. can watch it right now. But if I if I, I don't had to recommend pick one, anyone do that. That's been out since the regular movies. We want to talk about the cinematics. Hmm. Um, I mean, Phantom Menace is is right up there. Hmm. But actually, I. I was extremely bored, and it's mainly because I was just bored with Clone Wars. Hmm. I thought that was like the dullest thing I've ever seen in the Star Wars grouping of movies. <clears throat> I mean, I, I, didn't see that. I mean, it was kind of like a when you compare it to Phantom Menace, it is actually a lot better in my opinion. Like I said, the first three just continually get better. Phantom Menace sucks. Clone Wars is good. Revenge of the Sith is amazing in my books. I like the Clone Wars. The well, the big part I like is the is the arena scene hmm. because you have. You finally get to see a bunch of Jedi on the big screen for the first time. I thought you were going to say Natalie Portman's tight yeah. white outfit. Um, I didn't say that because you know maybe my fiance is listening. To this, but anyway, <laughs> shut the fuck <laughs> up! <laughs> what ain't no country I ever heard of? <laughs> no, there were some just like you said in Phantom Menace. There, yeah. there's some good parts in there. Mm-hmm. Like I did like that arena as well, you know. And then if I remember correctly, which one? Because I don't remember 100. percent Which one had Grievous in it? Was that the third? Third one. one. Okay. Yeah. So I, because I did like him, but I thought for some reason I was thinking he was in the second. But aside from those couple things, it was just like one of those. I always sat down to watch them because yeah. I those I didn't go to the theater for. I saw Phantom Menace, but the other two I waited till they came out, and I could sit down and watch them. And that was the only one where I was like, "All right, I'm going to go do laundry and just listen to it in the background." <laughs> like that's how much of an attention it did not grab of mm. mine. 
<clears throat> but again, it had you also good have the story. infamous line of "I hate sand; it's so coarse and gets everywhere." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you get to see him actually become technically Darth Vader for the first time when he slaughters all the sand people. Yep. Yeah, technically, not the official Vader yeah. Vader look. Yeah, you know, not but that's when he dips his toe into the dark side. <laughs> no, he went needy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna test the waters he, out a little he bit. He got out and dried off, but <laughs> he went a little farther than the toe. <laughs> yeah. You don't kill my mama. <laughs> mama said that was my magic saber. <laughs> mama said to let me kill anyone. <laughs> uh, man, we got uh, we got a little bit of time left. Got about five or so minutes uh, left. So, um, yeah, we discussed the movies. Obviously, we've delved really deep into the dark side and lightsabers. I think we focused heavily on those, which is good. Everybody needs to talk about that. That's one of my... I guess that's what I'd ask next, and I'll I'll kick this one off here. So I was going to ask, what is your favorite thing about the movies or Star Wars in general? And for me, it's always just been Jedi. I've said that to you guys a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Like that's really more what I'm interested in. The other talking stuff or like little side things or like you know with the with the bounty hunters and stuff. <clears throat> it's all fun, but really, it's like when are we going to get another battle? You know, another mm-hmm. lightsaber battle, yeah. or, what, or some Jedi versus Sith or Jedi practicing. So. That's the favorite part for me. What about you guys? Uh, I have a boring answer, so I'm going to let Gavin go first. Um, I, I like the saber fights, and, and, and those, I mean, still for me, that I live for those, but I really get um, twerked up like when I see the dog fighting. Like when they're fighting out in space, mm-hmm. and they're flying in between the cruisers, mm-hmm. and then they're trying like to have this big naval battle out there. That's, um, I, I, uh, you know, spoiler alert, I, a huger nerd. I have a game called Star Wars Armada where you no. get to actually do that. And you bring into the battlefield like the capital ships and you throw in little fighters. And Anyway. I'm going to introduce you to Battlefront. Oh, I play that. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, By the way, this is just like a board game. That you oh, said, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, By the way, that statement you just made did not blow my mind. I, I, <laughs> I was basically yeah. expecting that. <laughs> I'm going to scratch it myself. <laughs> I will say um, in... Four, five, six. In number seven, um, there's a scene where the rebels and their X-wings are coming across the lake to come save Finn and Han Solo. I think that was the coolest scene yeah. in that movie, especially oh, yeah. like you can see the water coming up from the lake, mm-hmm. and then they extend the wings. I was like, hell yeah! And then when they're fighting on the ground, you can see Poe Dameron doing flips and shit and shooting yep. down. I was like, yes, this is what I live for. Yep. But um, to answer your question, I am right on board with you. Like, I want to see Jedi's mm-hmm. fighting Jedi's. Like, I want to see good versus <laughs> evil. Just lightsaber versus lightsaber like i said before with um, revenge of the sith my favorite scene is when obi-wan and anakin are fighting and there's a scene where they're just twirling they're not even hitting each other trying to but they're both expertly dodging each other but they both reach back and force push each other at the same time and it's just both of them just looking like "Mm," it's called acting but (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) um but at the end they both just succumb and they just get Flown back like thirty feet in each direction. I thought that was the coolest scene in all of the Star Wars franchises. All right, we got we got a few minutes, so I'm gonna throw this last last thing out for you guys. And again, I think I wanna I think I feel like kicking this one off as well because I mentioned it a little bit earlier. But what if you could see anything in another movie or a movie theme of Star Wars, like within the Star Wars world? What would you Either a plot point in the movie, something in the movie you would like to see, or what the whole movie is about. So, mm-hmm. if you want me to go ahead and kick this one off. Please do. Because I kind of mentioned it earlier. I would love to see a whole movie about Jedi training. Mm-hmm. How they learn how to fight. How they build their lightsabers. Like, that's how you can make a whole movie on it. 
<clears throat> you know, you, you actually see what the council does. Like, how do we begin? All right, this is how you start wielding your lightsaber. This is how you build it. This is how you do this. Like, the whole training aspect. I would love mm-hmm. to see an entire movie or a series about it. Mm-hmm. But more, since we talk about movies, a movie about it. I actually have to agree. That sounds very interesting. I'd also, if if there was, like, say, a Disney Plus show or something mm-hmm. like that, um, I would actually like to see the other end of it, too. So get uh, both dark side and light side. <laughs> so I would like to see also how the... The Empire is getting their stormtroopers. Like, are they just straight up just, like, shooting parents and kidnapping their kids? What's the indoctrination um, like? It's probably got to be some sort of mental torture. But I'd like to see what their um, their creative ideas is, how they get stormtroopers mm-hmm. to be stormtroopers. So we could see how Jedis are being made and trained and all that fun stuff. But I'd also see the duality of how the Empire is also basically doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see that kind of side by side. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah, you could call it like the light and dark sides. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've kind of got two. Uh, for one, I'd love to see like a series on Thrawn. Um, they've done a bunch of books on him. He's a uh, he's an admiral in the uh, Imperial Navy. He's um, the blue guy, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And he is completely ruthless. And I would love to see like. A couple of fights, maybe he loses one and then comes back and you think, or you he makes you think that you're winning and just comes in and crushes you. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm I'm and this one's kind of you know already in the works. I'm really excited for the the high um, the High Republic coming out. Yeah, because you know this this the segment that we got to see in the prequels of the Republic was actually in its dying days. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is why the Emperor you know had that could take it over so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it wasn't easy for him but how it just kind of once he got chancellor it basically imploded anyway yeah um so this is i think this one's supposed to be like a thousand or maybe even two thousand years uh so i, I want to say that the republic was was around for like ten thousand years or something mm. yeah it's a few thousand so like it was a long middle, time ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> far far away yeah uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'd like to see that, you know, with, and, you know, it'll give us a completely different line of characters that we, you know, can get introduced to. Yep. No, that sounds cool. I think they're all good answers. And and I think, you know, for, I I think even in today's society, we've seen how easily you can indoctrinate, even by just, not even through torture, by just Mm -hmm. taking kids and making them completely dependent on you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can take a look at Russia, North Korea. Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> it, you get some. You get a group that's completely dependent, and then feed them misinformation. That it's yeah. kind of hard to break that far. And I think that's kind of how the Empire's done that. You know, with their stormtroopers, is no, you're promoting peace, and peace means you have to kill people. <laughs> well, as they get, whenever the Empire gets these kids at the very beginning, they hand them a phone and an iPad, and they sign them up for Facebook. And all the social media, and they're like, now we've got a book. <laughs> Let the feeds run, kids. Yes. Let the Empire feeds run. book, I think it's yeah. called. Empire 101. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? Because our ideas were fairly similar mm. You know, for a movie one. It almost sounds like the Star Wars version of Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Really, I mean, it's like, yes. I like it. Oh, like. yep. <laughs> uh, man. But we have run out of time. Um, um, before you we, got something? Yeah. Before we close off, Ian McGregor did a recent <laughs> interview, and he said something that I think. Um, deserves to be said again. I know we don't have the largest of platforms, but we do have a platform, and I did want to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently with Obi-Wan and in the previous years with the actor from Jar Jar Binks and from the actress um, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who was the casino um, 
lady um, from the one, two, three, four, five, six, eight movie. I think it was um, eight and nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all fantastic actors, and uh, whether you disagree with their um, their storyline or their arc or anything like that, um, a lot of cyberbullying has been going on. With and I know Star Wars has a lot of devout fans, mm. um, but the People like Kelly Marie Tran, they cyberbullied her so bad she deleted her social media accounts just because they didn't like her scene in that movie. Yeah, that's not her fault. She was a fantastic actor and she did she played her part very well. It was just a garbage scene. That's not yeah. her fault. Um, and with um, the new Obi Wan show, um, uh, Moses Ingram, she's mm-hmm. the Inquisitor and she is being cyberbullied right now and by hardcore racist people. Like these people are pieces of garbage. Yeah. Um, so Ian McGregor has come out and said if. You're being racist, and you're not, and you're disrespecting the actors of the Star Wars universe that you claim to love. You're not a Star Wars fan, okay. and I just wanted to yep. echo that because you're yep. a walking, talking colossomy <laughs> bag that needs to fix yourself if you think and act this way. Yes, and so, to that point, like I would not, even though I have my feelings on Finn, I'm mm-hmm. not going to go out and cyber bully him on his social media yeah. because, and they're being just rude and racist, like yeah. very racist. And also, shout out to Ahmed Best, who was the voice actor for Jar Jar Binks. He played his character very well, and he did not deserve all the hate he got. And I just, people, I want to echo um, Ian McGregor's thoughts again. You are not a Star Wars fan if you act and treat other Star Wars um, actors this way. That's right. Grow up, kids. Yeah, grow up. Stop being so immature. Yeah, fix yourself. Yeah, (laughs) get some help. And don't join Scientology. <laughs> well, that's just good advice for anyone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That'll be our tagline. Yeah. Instead of a movie podcast, don't join Scientology. You know they're right out the, outside the door right now. Right? I'm fine with that. They, you know, they've been outside my door for many years. They're so just up the road. We're in Clearwater, Florida. There is one of their headquarters. They own everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> they don't own this. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And on that lovely note, thank you, Patrick, for that. That is very true. And <clears throat> thank you guys for listening. That is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for joining us talking Star Wars. And we will definitely probably be doing another Star Wars episode in the future. Hopefully not another year from now. <laughs> because there is going to be more to talk about. But that's all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us for Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick. Gavin. Tony is your father. Wall. No! Oh, God, no! (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, until next time, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at movietalksandchill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock.